Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of Square Triangle. Um, I am Decavolti, of course, joined here by X and Sharky. Yep. Hello, good people. It is Elimination Chamber time. It's been a All, while. All, what, five matches? Yeah, uh, five matches. Roll, 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 roll. So, yeah, we had the main event, the men's, the women. And... Tag team match. The tag team. And then the kickoff show, which I the pre-show match, which I didn't watch. Yeah, yeah. I didn't um, watch that either, unfortunately. And then there's uh, a very long Grayson Waller effect, which I don't believe, which I also skipped. I'm not here I'll to count watch. It as a match. I'm not here to watch a talk show on a pay-per-view. So <laughs> if uh, it was good, I you know you would have heard about it. Yeah, I. But we'll, get, we'll like, get into I skipped, that. I skipped that. I was like, you know, we'll get to the points of that if anybody had watched it, but I personally didn't. You know, um, you know when uh, they do the divas, the divas, like the divas matches back in the in like the early two thousands and uh -huh. early to mid two thousands, yeah. and people would be like, ah, it's a piss break match. That was the Grayson Waller effect to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, nothing of note happened in that, Cold other wounds. than you know a challenge. We'll get to if you want to get to it, but. You know, Cody challenged the rock, and that was about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some uh, behind so, the scenes stuff, real quick, and make Deca just slightly bigger while he talks. <laughs> um. So overall, I hmm, I think we'll talk about this when we get to the women's match. But I thought, for the most part, match quality was solid. Um. There's as is want to happen in a chamber match, there is a lot of sloppy bits, but yeah, it's it's there's a lot of people running around. It's like the Royal Rumble. There's a lot of people running around. Something's bound to you know slip up here and there, um, but everyone worked out. Everyone did their part really well and sold about the way I expected. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I thought this was very predictable, but a fun pay per view. Okay. Yes, um, I will say it, it was very predictable. Predictable. It was very predictable. Uh, my prediction, my my major prediction going to this was uh, no title changes, and then uh, the only other prediction I really had that was solid uh, that I did get wrong that we'll get into in a little bit is that um, someone from SmackDown was going to win the World Heavyweight uh, Chamber match. No, um, no, I, because I, Cody's I always, going to SmackDown. So yeah, uh, yeah, um, the thing is, I always had Drew and Becky winning from the beginning, and uh. This pretty much this pretty much filled in the blanks because I knew when they started promo segments with uh, Becky and Rhea, you know, uh, I just knew that they were going to go in that direction. So there's that, and then Drew is a solid replacement for CM Punk, and I kind of yes. like him being in his troll era right now. He is one of the most the enjoyable biggest things hater, and now. I love it. Yeah, but uh, other than that, you know, like I said, this. It, even though it was predictable, it was a very solid pay per view. It was a fun watch, you know, for like four matches and then a segment, which, you know, that could have skipped. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll so start I had, with the women's match. Yeah, okay. we'll start with the we'll start with the women's match. Uh, in terms of the four matches that are on this card, uh, I understand why the match order went the way it did, but I think that main event probably could have been swapped. But I understand why they gave it to Rhea in Australia and stuff like that. I just think the finish to the men's elimination chamber probably would have been a harder hit to finish the night, I guess. Especially with, you know, what transpired uh, with Logan Paul coming back in, and we'll get to that and everything. Yeah. Um, I feel like that would probably would have been a more impactful ending, because the main event just kind of fell flat a little bit to me. Uh, but yeah, this women's eliminations chamber, we start off uh, with... Of Naomi and Be uh, Becky coming out, uh, they're the first two in it. And the other contestants in this match, we have Bianca, Raquel, uh, Tiffany Stratton, and Liv Morgan. Pretty good roster, a bunch of experienced uh, people. You have two powerhouses in Bianca and Raquel, which is nice. Uh, and they do get a little bit of time to show off with each other. Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about how much this crowd wanted Tiffany Stratton. Like this whole crowd was hot for Tiffany. Honestly, strap a rocket her. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, honestly, it was her showing in this for this whole match was great. She was definitely a high point of all of this. Um, um I 
don't know what the plan for Naomi is. I don't either. I don't either. But um, I just I just want to chime in on quick on real quick on Tiffany Stratton and uh how extraordinary this whole one of hers has been. Okay. Yeah. She made her debut. Looking at my notes here on November sixteenth, twenty twenty one. That was eight hundred thirty four days ago. Two short years. In NXT. In NXT. NXT. Okay. Okay, Roman Reigns' title reign has lasted longer than her professional wrestling career at the moment. She's this good. She's this good. She's this good after two short years. Okay, it's phenomenal. I think she has already primed herself to be a main eventer, and she, I can't wait to see a, more when she does. Did she have a background before before going into wrestling, or is this her first no, gig? She just, no, she just came in as a gymnast, I believe. I don't know if she came in on the NIL program, but uh, she was one of the, uh, I guess she was one of the signees because this is back when WWE signed like athletes and stuff to try yeah, training them to wrestlers, and they still do it. But this is one of the more successful outings of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she has a background in gymnastics, which you can easily tell when you see her watch a wrestle. So I don't for, know, like for for all the shit that the IWC gives uh, WWE for hiring, you know, cheerleaders or gymnasts or athletes, like when they work, they work. Yeah. They work um, extremely well, and, and I think they have Tiffany. It, it it just it works so well. She's caught they fire have, so quick. They they have a long life. They have a long shelf life ahead of them. Yeah, which is you know one of the reasons you do it because you want to have that person that's going to be in your roster for the next ten, fifteen, twenty years. And, and the girl's only twenty four years old, so uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she's yeah. got plenty of time to improve. But if she's this good right now, just imagine her like you know five, ten years from now. That's yeah. my point. Uh, right. And I mean, I think the crowd, either the crowd, you know, uh, influenced the decision or they knew, which is how popular she'd be because Tiffany is third one in into this. So they get yes. her right into this match rather than let the crowd wait for it. Um, she is allowed to get a lot of offense in on Becky and Naomi, considering like their status as like veterans and everything. Like Tiffany seems to be dominating both of them easily. Like in this match, it's really refreshing to see. They got uh, they got faith in her. You got yeah. to the point of Tiffany using Becky as a weapon to knock Naomi off a turnbuckle. I think that was, was pretty good, pretty funny. That was dope. Uh, Honestly, the women's roster looks solid on both shows. Yeah, it is um, a pretty I think solid roster. Focusing, I think they're focusing on the work rate on Raw for women's wrestling because I think on SmackDown it's mostly like valets. Yeah, um, I want to uh, ask well, about. I want to ask about that too, uh, because I didn't watch the pre-show match. Did you guys do? I know it was the tag team, uh, the women's tag team, like title defense. It was just a regular tag. They match. didn't further it, anything with the ba- with the Bailey storyline at all. No, no, Bailey it was, was not just even a, it was just mentioned on they, this. Like they pay-per-view. mentioned in a commentary, but like yeah. um, no but real they, showing on this. <laughs> like, no, no, they, they're not they going to do that right now. No. Um, that, that's that's for the build for WrestleMania. This that's is just for, a basic, you know, pre-show tag team match. So, yeah. I'm gonna amend what I said actually, because I said that those mostly valets. The only other group that the only other women that are on SmackDown that aren't valets are Damage Control, or yeah. the artists formerly known as Damage Control and the Kabuki Warriors. Yeah. Um. So what I was going to say into that is that there's a sto- there's like a little storyline going on on SmackDown where uh, the build up to this WrestleMania is like. Um, Dakota Kai is injured and she's like giving, trying to, trying to apologize to Bailey and Bailey just doesn't know who to trust anymore and that kind of thing. So that's the build, that is the build up towards the match between Eosky and Bailey. Fair enough. Um, but nothing on the, as far as this pay per view, nothing. Yeah. yeah they, didn't, Which, they didn't do much fine. with him. It was just a standard, you know, title match, attacking it was title just to get, match. It was just to get them on the show. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Tiffany gets a lot of time to shine uh, in this match. Uh, Naomi and Becky really let her, you know, go out for a little bit. Uh, we get Liv coming in as number four. Uh, I don't watch, you know, I don't watch SmackDown t- regularly. I don't have cable. I don't. I don't have TV. I don't watch the shows. I just kind of follow things. Uh, she seems to go straight for Tiffany. I believe there is a storyline to that. Is there stuff going on between the two of them? Because- Tiffany Stratton did a has been had been doing a thing to build up to this where she's like, "Oh, y'all are y'all are old news. I'm I'm the main bitch now." Fair enough. Because um, Liv so- comes out of that uh, pot and goes right for Tiffany. So, yeah, she's just a heel. 
Just needed needed to smack a heel for oh, a little bit. Oh, she's becoming a heel soon, from what I can tell. Fair enough. No, no, no. I, I met Tiffany. Like Tiffany's just a heel. And, oh, Tiffany's all a, out no, the heel. She's right. a perfect heel. No, Tiffany's just like no. she. It it's one of those like not overly like not overly like heelish heels. It's just like that oozing self confidence kind of heels, and that's those are the better kinds, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you get some more offense going in here. Uh, Tiffany's whole cartwheel counter that she does, like when they try to grab her, she cartwheels them into like it looks like the dead eye setup, like on the back. It's just a smooth. Yeah, that look. was phenomenal looking. Yeah. Just she's so good, like at every little movement that she does. Again, only two years in this. <laughs> like she's this good already. Right. Uh she gets um, she takes a Bexploder into the wall and then Becky puts a disarmor like through the chains on that Tiffany. That was cool as hell. Yeah, it re- it really was. It was a nice spot. Then there was a really cool uh like series of spots. It was a uh like stomp on to Tiffany and then like a sunset flip power bomb, and then Tiffany eliminates Naomi. Uh, at this point, I realize that I don't think they have a plan for Naomi. They just brought her back to get her back. So she's just there the to. The plan is be with her husband. Yeah, she's just taking part of these matches to give them some flair, but I just don't feel like there's a clear path for her right now since she's come back. Not at the moment, but I think they're coming up with something here. I don't. I, but for right she, now, she's just she's only been with the company she, for like a month. Give it, give it time. Yeah, she, she just yeah. she just got back, so I'll let it slide for now. Yeah. You know, after WrestleMania, like the thing is, after WrestleMania, the, if the, if nothing's come up, then yeah, you know, we gotta hope for the season reset. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, then right we now, have uh, not, not much to worry about. Yeah, number five, we have Raquel. Uh, Raquel's back mm-hmm. after her whole um, health issue. That she's been having, uh, mm-hmm. the crowd it turns on her real fast the moment she starts beating up Tiffany Stratton. <laughs> like, crowd turns on Raquel so fast once she gets to. My, my favorite to part about performers in general is that they listen to the crowd. So you know when if someone comes in with like a full head of steam and starts beating on the heel, and then they start booing. They switch those roles real quick for yeah, at I, least for that in that moment. I think that's just the freedom they have now. Uh, like they don't have to follow a lot of stuff, I guess, by the book like they used to. Not overly produced. Yeah. Uh, there was a fun little moment of Raquel getting teamed up on, and then all three women try to pin her, like as a pile, just to get yeah. her out of the match. Um, uh, and it just kind of it turns into a very standard uh, elimination chamber of just you know people targeting each other, just general wrestling, you know, outside the ring on those metal like the metal like outside of uh, we then get Bianca at number six again she goes right for Tiffany uh, she does the little like marching with Becky held up in the vertical suplex mm-hmm. which I thought was a really fun spot again Bianca is uh, Bianca is crazy strong yep um, that's like that's like the real strength like you see bodybuilders who like have a nice shape like yeah. Bianca is actually strong. She's she reminds me of uh, she reminds me of Claudio. Like she is just pound for pound strong, like without that's, being overly like physiqued. You know, man. I've been, I, for the last couple of years, I, that's what I've been comparing her to is Claudio. As far as because Claudio is a he's a built guy, but he's not like he's a, overly like muscular. He, he's he's he's, he's a weird. He's a strong like fearful lean like strong. Yeah. He's got and wiry he, muscles. Yes, and that's and, and that's my and that's my comparison to her and Bianca, to him and Bianca. You know, because I remember there was this one thing, this one time where Bianca was uh, I think she was she had Otis on her shoulders and she was like yes. running around with him. Uh, she was what? doing a strength like, thing. Yeah, I was like, man, damn, she has like Claudio strength. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I can't remember what exactly happened, but I put it in my notes. Uh, what an awesome DDT! I think somebody caught somebody outside with one. That looked really good. I can't remember who it was, though. Uh, we get the Bianca Raquel uh, square up because, of course, we do the two strong ladies of the match. Uh, I don't know if this was supposed to be something else, but if it was, it was a really good recovery. Uh, Liv comes off the turnbuckle and drops like 
uh, like dropping onto Raquel with like a leg drop. I guess she was trying to go for a stomp before maybe something changed up. Yeah. Uh, Tiffany throws Becky off and then Tiffany hits a great like three woman swanton from the top of the pod. Yeah. She's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, she, she stole the show in this. Uh, she really this, if this was like the first like sh- real showcase of Tiffany Stratton. It, it, I, I agree with that guy. Just strap a fucking rocket to her. Like, yeah, because- I, I was hoping against hope that something weird would happen. Like, you know, the chain, the door opens. Jade Cargo comes out, just starts beating the shit out of Tiffany Stratton. And we get that match for WrestleMania. Yeah, I thought that would be really cool. But that's just not the way it happened. Well, I don't think. We could get that match, but then if it's like if you have these two red hot new like women on the scene and you put them to a match right at WrestleMania, it's like who's gonna win, lose, you know? It's because I don't. The thing is, I think both of them are so red hot that it wouldn't do anything to either of them. Yeah. Has Jade yeah, had uh, a match besides any of the big matches so far? Like she's been in the Jade? Rumble. Yeah. No. no, she just had the Royal Rumble match so yeah, far. Um, I think they're gonna save her singles debut for WrestleMania. And, Hopefully, um, I think so too. I just, I, I just hope it isn't like a, a jobber squash. Like, no. that's that's my one hope for it. I, I want yeah. it to be like a, I want it to be a nice marquee match for her to like truly show what she's learned so far. Uh, yeah, and it, we can hope that you know she'll eventually get that singles match. I mean, if they're doing their best to train her upright, you know, it's, I'd say it's probably taking longer than any of NXT would have liked. <laughs> So, right, uh, because they're kind of just teach, uh, treating her as like an attraction right now, rather than one of their like roster members, from what it feels like. Uh, Liv hits a great like top rope flatliner and eliminates Tiffany, and the crowd is not having it. Like the crowd oh, they, turns absolutely. on Liv so quick oh, after morning. this elimination. Um, and then what was it? It was a uh. Then when it goes into the next like cool move that I liked in this match was was Raquel like throwing Bianca into the ring with a power bomb mm-hmm. from the outside, which just looked which just looked great. Yep. Uh, yeah, then, Bianca sold the hell out of that. Too, she, she, she did, really like, did. Little roll and then she stood up and then went flat on her back. Uh, Raquel then hits uh, like a double like power bomb on Becky and Liv, and then takes the KOD, gets eliminated. Mm-hmm. Um, I did make a note here that these last three have great chemistry. I didn't notice anything like real sloppy between Becky, Liv, and Bianca as a trio oh, yeah. in this match. Like they I, were taking their time and really like letting it simmer a bit. Something I've noticed about Liv Morgan is she can literally work with any like superstar on the mm-hmm. roster, and she just makes it work. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things about her. So having yeah. her there with the two, uh, she's gotten so much better. Veterans, She's gotten yeah. so much better than the Riot Squad days. Like it's noticeably better. Yeah, because I, I mean, because she trains a lot, you know, outside the ring, you know. Yeah, you yeah. just see the improvement in her. Uh, and there was the there was a video. She was training. Man. She was training negative one from AEW. Yeah. Like she yeah. was training him in there the was, ring. Yeah, because there were like a couple of videos of them. Uh, yeah, uh, going around in the ring it's together. Really so, yeah. Uh, we got a cool little KOD counter into a jawbreaker, which is really smooth on Liv's part. Mm-hmm. Uh. If, then the codebreaker countered into a manhandle slam. Liv uh, roll, tries to roll up Bianca. Uh, yeah, so it's a roll up to get Bianca out. And then right after she gets up from that pin, she gets hit with a manhandle slam and eliminated. And Becky kind of wins. And I, the only note I put on this is like the ending just kind of arrives like yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> like it's just, oh, well, time's up. And then they just like end the match there in like two quick succession pins. I, I was gonna say I think they wanted it to. I think they wanted that sequence to go maybe a little faster. Yeah. Of like, okay, roll up. Okay, manhandle slam. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that was kind and of the, the only thing. They wanted to make it all one spot, but it yeah. kind of it didn't quite go the way they wanted it to. Yeah, yeah that it was kind the of thing. Fell, it, it kind of fell a little flat. The, the ending did just kind of like happen. So I was like, <laughs> oh fine. fuck. Like, uh, I yes. don't. I don't agree with who won, but I, don't, I will I don't say. Either. I do. Out of I will every... say Becky and Ray is going to be fine. Yeah, I just you're not going to like build on the history with Liv though. Like that's the thing. I'm like you're not going to draw on that history. It's just kind of like why is it Becky again? 
I'm sorry. I'm starting to get that like s- slow building feeling of like, is she doing the Charlotte while Charlotte's not here? <laughs> like that's the feeling that I'm getting with Becky at WrestleMania. It feels like. Well, she lost last year, didn't she? I think so. Yeah, she did. Yeah, because uh, that was Bianca. the Bella match. And, and yeah. then on top of that, you know, they they had to get rid of the uh the marquee match with Becky Lynch because she's had it with uh Charlotte already twice, and uh they tend to give her that every year. So. I mean, it, it was, like I said, this was predictable. You know, I would have much rather them did the live, you know, revenge tour storyline, but uh, <laughs> this, this works better. This works just as much. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I just, there's like still, I don't, did Liv ever get like a rematch shot? For with, like, with Rhea, like from that whole feud? Or is it just like they did their match and then like that was it? They, they didn't imagine then they did the injury spot and then because I she got injured it. yeah so they hadn't yeah. really like finalized yeah, they that. haven't done anything yeah. else yeah but i all in all i like this women's elimination chamber match i thought our, the match itself like the pacing was really good it, i think it got a good half yeah. hour i think so uh so moving on from that a red hot like a red hot start to this pay-per-view we get into uh the first like predictable match and I call it this because even with all their vignettes and everything, there's like no real history between these teams. It's just Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn have just moved up the ranks enough. To... I was gonna say that's kind of the AEW thing, right? Like, there's yeah. no that's but... that that's fine, like to do that, especially if you have no other plans for your tag champions. Yeah, and I'm just like, you don't have Seth on the show, you know, so you don't have anything that Damian Priest can tease with a cash in. You don't have fucking Roman. There's no. nothing. It's just like I feel like Judgment Day is just kind of in this weird spot until they figure out what the fuck they want to do with Damian Priest's money in the bank. Yeah, I, just, I think I, I, think I they just gave I them don't know. All, I think <laughs> they gave them a lot at once, and yes, and, and, and then they're like, ah, oh, shit. Now what? After, Wrestle, after WrestleMania, these belts need to separate. Yeah, um, like, they need they, they need champions on both shows. They need tag champions on both shows. So I'm kind of tired of the uh, undisputed tag team titles. Okay, those are the only belts they haven't changed, by the way. They changed all the other say, or, or, you know, change it to look different. Or yeah. just have all of your roster across both shows. Just stop yeah. doing the brand split. <laughs> like, give some variety every week. <laughs> like, right. what the fuck? Uh, but I do kind of like the team of Pete Dunne and uh, Tyler Bay, especially with their history. As I say, they have a history. They've done it yeah. before. They have a good history. Uh, their matches in NXT were still great during that uh, yeah. like UK tournament. Um, there is a moment in this match where I question just what the fuck WWE's like production is. Because after Dom gets ejected for interfering, they black out the screen because they don't want to show the Australian crowd flipping him off. <laughs> and there's about 15 seconds of a black screen where you can't see anything. You know what? And, and I'm and like, it's a that. pay-per-view. Yeah, <laughs> they've been doing it a lot lately because um, they do it a lot in NXT because I remember there was a segment with Carmelo Hayes and, you know, they had to pretty much block out that whole part because the crowd was telling him, was saying, fuck you, Melo, to the point where it was heard on TV. Like, so you cannot, a- you cannot control the crowd at the, like, yeah. you can't, you can't, you can lower their mics, you can do whatever, but like, I mean, you can't, just removing footage for dumb shit like that, it just, it, I feel like it hurts your product more. I mean, and I understand because it's NXT and they did it right there, but you're talking about a pay-per-view, man. I mean, there, there was no point in doing that on a pay-per-view. Motherfucker, you're in Australia. You expect the crowd to be nice? <laughs> no. It's just like being in Canada. They, they're just as wild as the Australians are. Uh, yeah, so like getting into this, uh, that was just that's the point of this match where I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Why did they black out the screen? Like, oh. And I had to look up why. And it was apparently just because the crowd was flipping off Dama as he was being ejected. So, uh, But it's okay when Austin does it all, when he randomly comes back, right? Yeah. He doesn't anymore. He goes like this. Oh. No, they, He's, he hasn't flipped people off since like, the mid-90s. The AI, AI videoed out the finger. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um... So, but we get this, the Judgment Day comes out with Dom, he tries to talk, the crowd hates him. Uh, I love the Australian crowd, it's just not letting him talk at all. Uh, 
I'm wondering how long they're going to let this last before they're like, okay, we can't have him try to talk because it's just never going to work. I want him to. I want him to do a thing where he just holds the mic up. They boo. Pulls it back. Holds the mic up. They boo. He pulls it back. Holds the mic up and then just throws it. And I it do. gets progress. And the boos get progressively louder as he does it. <laughs> yeah. I do make a note here, just like, why does he have the briefcase if it's just not going to have, like, a factor tonight? Like, why even waste bringing it out? Just one of those, like, just dumb decisions. Like, oh, here, remember, we have this, and it's like, we, we know he has it. It's just, there's nothing to play it on in this pay-per-view. You don't have to bring it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's becoming more and more obvious that he's probably going to cash in at WrestleMania in the World Heavyweight Championship match. You know, because, you know, he, he's going to screw somebody over. And he's I don't think they're going to put he's going to hold that bill for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're just like, and hell no, we're not giving it to you, buddy. What the fuck no. you mean? And that would piss so many people off, by the way, and I would be here for that Twitter explosion. Oh god, it is so good. Point. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so the crowd's not having it, and then Pete Dunne and Tyler Bates aren't having it, and they throw Dom out the ring, and then the match starts red hot with Tyler Bates and Finn uh, in the ring after her pretty much getting jumped. Uh, this match starts real fast, like even to the point that like 30 seconds into this match, Tyler Bates hitting a running shooting star press on people, <laughs> <laughs> which athletic as fuck. I'll give him that. Uh, it does start to slow down a bit, though, and it just turns into your standard tag team match. Uh, for the most part, you have Dom having shenanigans. He gets ejected. Uh, yes, Tyler Bates spinning and throwing Finn. Which I thought was really funny. Mm-hmm. Like he actually just chucks Finn Balor across the ring. And then he spins Damian Priest, which was a pretty good spot too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really let Tyler Bates show a lot in this match. Yes. Compared to Pete Dunne. Because uh, I think we're all used to seeing Pete on TV and Tyler Bates is now getting his you know, time to showcase. Uh, there was a funny little moment. Uh, when they're both punching Damian Priest and they both do like a little fake out and then both hit him with the other hand. <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah, which I thought was really funny. And then they hit uh, one of the moves, the uh, Birminghammer. Yeah, the Birminghammer. Face palmed a bit. And I'm like, God. Such a dumb name. Damn but it was Englishman. great. <laughs> like, the uh, Englishmen are taking my Japanese finishing move. Yeah, but it, it then turns into as you. Would expect uh, Damian Priest gets control, slams him, Finn hits the coup de gras, gets the pin. And Judgment Day retains as we move closer to WrestleMania. All in all, pretty decent match. I think this one went yeah, probably about match. 15 minutes. 17 and change. Yeah, 17 and change. Decent length. Got to showcase a lot of Tyler Bate, which is nice. Uh, I'm glad he's finally out of NXT. He's been there for yeah. what, seven years. <laughs> so he's been about yeah, about seven years. It was about time for him to come Not out. Not to mention NXT UK and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so yeah, this was a decent uh tag team match. Uh pay per view, probably not one of the better tag team matches on a pay per view lately, but it did its job of at least keeping eyes on, you know, Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn as a tag mm-hmm. team. Uh, I skipped the Grace of Waller effect as we talked about. So, anybody have any notes for that one? Do it. Anybody have um, any notes for Grace and Waller? Okay, a few quick notes. Uh, some fan had a die Rocky die sign out there. You know, <laughs> nice nod to the 90s. Um, Austin Theory talked about Vegemite and how much it sucks for whatever reason. They introduced Grace and Waller. Because um, in Australia. Yeah, uh, Australia is in the Cody Rhodes theme like everybody else is. Uh, Cody challenges the Rock. At random, between now and WrestleMania, I don't know when you what do the that. When fuck event is that? Like, what's between? So, so the ro- it's not gonna be a match, uh, or if it is, it's gonna be like a a very it's quick a fa- match. It's the thing is, WWE probably wants SmackDown to stay afloat for a little longer, um, because Raw's going to Netflix. SmackDown's uh, they're probably trying to boost the ratings uh, by having The Rock on the show. Yeah, so they're probably, gonna the last do, SmackDowns. they're probably gonna do some segment with Cody and the Rock at some point, is what I'm guessing. And then um Austin Theory, you know, you know, a lot happens and Austin Theory just like does rock impressions until he gets stomped out by Seth and Cody. And that pretty much ends the segment. Okay. Yep. Do we get it was it was not much. 
Do he, we he said something about being cleared to wrestle and then did a Cody Cutter. Something like that. Yeah, <sighs> Seth Rollins says he's like days away from being medically cleared to go wrestle. Do we get Rock and Cody in France for Backlash after Probably. WrestleMania? Is that like the plan here? It's an, out, be, it's an international event. Honestly, I'd be in for that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the next three events are international. We got France, Canada, and then Bash in Berlin in August. Yeah. I, I think Don't it, call Canada an international event. It technically, it, it, it's, a, it's a normal stop on the international tour. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's yeah, not the, even that. It's just... They'll go to Canada when they go to Wisconsin. I just, I can't, I, I won't be able to fucking do it if they don't put the belt on Cody at Mania. Like, I, I will physically not be able to follow this company anymore. If we you go into the Sharky, if they, you they don't, you again, barely don't. follow the company, you catch barely, up on Twitter. I barely follow any company. I just like talking about wrestling with you guys when I watch the pay-per-views. Yeah. It gives me yeah, an excuse yeah. to go hang out with friends. <laughs> so uh-huh. that's why I hope that promotional videos and all that sum up the story for me. <laughs> Give me the cliff notes. Don't always do it. They don't. Um, but no, I, I, uh, between some of the videos I've sh- shared in our, in our chat with like Cody, uh, doing a gender reveal after raw on Monday, you see that guy like, smacked in the face with the chair during that segment. Yeah. Uh, Cody beats up. It's like, it's like, it's like Cody, man, it's still February. It says one of the comments I saw on that video. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Cause he just, he hits the two white guys and then he just throws it at the other guy. <laughs> It's like Cody. It's still February. <laughs> uh, but um, no, uh, like after Raw, he fully does a gender reveal. Uh, so I, I think he's he's the guy that they're gonna put the eggs in the basket on in next. Yeah. So I think yeah. Roman needs a long vacation. Yeah, because um, he's becoming the ultimate baby face. He really is. And uh, he's, I, I, he's I, I, one I, step away from going to a convention and kissing a baby on the forehead. <laughs> Yeah, he's. It's funny. He's the Luger that they wanted Luger to be. Yes, I think at this yeah. point, like, <laughs> yeah, think, thinking about it, I'm like, they tried to make Lex Luger this big, perfect baby face. He had the, you know, the tour across America, and everybody hated they, they, it. They and now it's like we nailed it with he Cody. Yoko. He slammed Yoko on like um a USS um on an aircraft carrier, USS Battleship on the aircraft <laughs> carrier, and then they went on this whole bus tour with Luger, and I'm like. <laughs> Wait, nowhere. And then the motherfucker shows up on the first night, first episode of Nitro. <laughs> like, uh, fantastic. Um, God. But yeah, yeah, they're doing like that now. That's what, I, that, that's what it is. I hope it's Cody, man. I don't know if I can do another fucking build up to WrestleMania. <laughs> no, we can't. Just Our- imagine if it's just like the night of WrestleMania and Roman's like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, I mean, he's not leaving. It's like, uh just refuse okay. the job yeah like i'm gonna walk out with these belts or i'm gonna leave my car right now so i i would believe him to do something like that in character um but i think they would eventually i, I think, would love it i think joe Anawani's I... like get me the fuck out please yeah for <laughs> like... sure joe Anawani is like i need to sleep for a year like, motherfucker get but me I, away from I wrestling think... i want to go to hollywood <laughs> but I think Roman Reigns, um, I would love it if, like, we're still not sure if there's going to be a match, even though Cody declared it. Mm-hmm. If they keep trying to, like, delay the match, and that's the story going into WrestleMania. And even on the night of Mania, they're like, oh, no, if the match is going to happen. Dude, the worst. Just, oh, God, the worst thought just crossed my fucking head. What's that? It's just like, okay, you know, the Roman's like, I'm not going to wrestle Cody. Rock, you go wrestle Cody. And it's like, he lets him wrestle. Cody for the titles on the assumption that Rock's going to beat him. And then Cody beats The Rock, and Roman's like, okay, now we're going to have our match at Backlash. Because <laughs> you <laughs> lost me the titles, but I'm like, but Roman was lost titles and never getting pinned. That sounds like something WWE would fucking do. I don't <laughs> like, think they want to do that with Roman. Don't give them any ideas. And also, don't don't speak that out into the world. You know how manifestation works. It's a, Yeah, but- it's... Yeah. I don't think they want. I don't think they want to do that. I think Cody's no, gonna I, be the I guy. I think he's gonna clean beat him. There's gonna be some shenanigans with all of his allies from the last year coming out to stop Solo and Jimmy. Oh, like the, he, probably the long shot. Oh, the long shot plot that uh, Cody and the Rock are secretly planning this thing though, um, <laughs> having Rock as a mole on the inside of the bloodline, and because this feels very uh, Mike Tyson and DX. 
Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I could be in for that. Uh, but yeah, I do so, think we're going to see like the combination, the combination of like the Cody squad coming out to help him. You know, the defend the family, defend the, off the, the nightmare family at home. Yeah, defend off the attacks from Solo Semi-Zay, and Jimmy. Jey Uso. You know mm-hmm. all that. So I think that's how it's going to be. It's going to be a big, you know. The NWO coming to the MWO coming to save Sting during the DX match. <laughs> I'm gonna see Lee Johnson come out at WrestleMania. Like, when the hell did you get your ADW contract? <laughs> Lee uh, Johnson, fucking Lee Johnson uh, just no, that's how, pop, that's how like, the match finishes. Sean Spears, comes out. Sean Spears comes out to help Cody and then smacks him with a chair again, <laughs> busts him open in the ring. <laughs> God, that was the first episode of AEW, too, wasn't it? Yep, where Sean like Spears that, yeah. de- debuted and just like completely cracked open Cody's head with a fucking chair shot, <laughs> like, like Jesus. legitimately. He showed up with a chair and is like, "Somebody take that away from him before he gets in the ring with any NXT star." <laughs> like, <laughs> Too late. Oh, uh, he cracked Ridge Holland in the back uh, last night on NXT. He was like, "That's for Biggie." <laughs> <laughs> that's for biggie i did it for the new day <laughs> i did it for the new day i did it for kofi uh so let's move into the men's uh elimination chamber match which given everybody in it is a very unique like roster uh wise like elimination chamber it's a bunch of different people that i wouldn't think would be in like a thing together we got. Uh, they work well together, though. I'll they say do. that. Uh, yeah, they do. We got KO, Bobby Lashley, Logan Paul, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, and LA Knight. And we start off with LA Knight and Drew. Uh, there was a funny moment. Uh, I can't remember who. I think it was LA Knight punching Drew against KO's pod, and Kevin Owens was punching the glass. Oh, when, yeah. Whenever Drew came back into it. So they were just like both sides just punching Drew McIntyre. There was a thing when they were doing their entrances um, yeah. where uh, I don't remember who it was. I think it was Logan Paul coming out where he's just like taunting everybody. Yeah. Um, and Randy Orton just co- kind of goes up on his chamber, goes boop, just pokes the boot. Yeah, I saw that too. I think Randy's just having the time of his life coming being back here. I think Randy thinks he's on borrowed time and is like doing that thing where he has to like make yeah. nice with everybody now. Yeah. Um. So this crowd is really hot for LA Knight, which makes sense. LA Knight is still a very hot property in WWE. They just need to do something with him at this point. Yeah. Um. So we had a nice little back and forth with him and Drew. Uh, KO is the third man coming in. I didn't have a lot to write about this match between like a lot of the the entries because this wasn't like a really spot heavy match. No, it was it, just people just, working well together. Yeah, uh, there were a few cool spots when they did happen, but it did just kind of turn into like a multi-man brawl like the Elimination Chamber usually is. Yeah, uh, I, know. I, I really felt like that was kind of surprising that they didn't do a whole bunch of big spots in the men's match. That's what kind of made it unique to me because normally in years past, they would have at least one high flyer in there to jump off the pod and do all that other stuff. But uh, I just thought that was a really nice touch. You know, yeah. for them just to keep it the a way it works. style, yeah. Keep it fresh. Uh, we do get uh, Bobby as the fourth man, and then Randy as, I believe, the fifth. Uh, Randy is taking a lot of back bumps, and even though he may just be selling well, I am concerned about, you know, the back surgery that he had to to go through. That was like some Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler levels of selling over the course of that. Yeah. So I feel like some of it might have been, like, at least not heavy pain, but like some discomfort. I mean, Lane, like he's still taking these hard back bumps on us, you know, repaired back. It's just yeah, kind of like, my guy, you don't, you don't have to do this for us anymore, please. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, and maybe they should chill out a little bit with Orton on that. But man, he sold that really good though. Like, he I was legit concerned was, about it. Him. It was very remarkable that he was, he was, ve- he was very good at selling that. Uh, made me root for him when he would hit an RKO. If I uh, is, and I think that was the end goal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was. I think there was a moment of KO and Logan Paul continuing their feud, uh, and then Bobby yeah. Lashley puts KO through the pod. 
and Logan Paul's kind of laughing at it, and then Logan Paul gets speared through a pod by Bobby Lashley. Uh, Bobby really looks like a monster coming into this still. Uh, I guess after everything that's been going on with him and the Shree Prophets and Cross's new faction, I guess they've been feuding. That that's that's probably going to be a six man tag for WrestleMania. The direction yeah. that's going right now. Because I know and I did know that Bobby had a like a repaired elbow because of an attack or something. Yeah, he got like happened. attacked by by um what the hell is that guy? The Final Testament. They got yeah they attacked him on SmackDown I think last Friday and he injured his elbow. And that's why he was all taped up going into Elimination Chamber. You know how I know that these tag teams are probably story being story written by the same guy is that they probably have like naming scheme that works because we have final testament and judgment day mm-hmm. and i'm like this is from the same motherfucker backstage isn't it <laughs> it's like, yep. it's, <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't it's like this man has like this man has a plane and he's just bringing it in <laughs> um, you know there is a moment in this uh where I guess after getting uh, spearing Logan Paul through the cage, Bobby Lashley's holding his elbow. He might be se- just be selling, but he does kind of let out almost a, just like a casual, like, oh, fuck. And they have to censor it like on the actual. They were like, late on that censor board. They, 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 were, were. they were about three seconds late on it, too, but I did notice it. Uh, and then as he's turning around, he just eats a fucking claymore. Drew and these claymores just come out of fucking nowhere in this match. They're really good. It's a it's a theme for this match. Yeah. Honestly, when it got to the point where it was just uh it was LA Knight, Orton, Drew, and Logan, mm-hmm. uh I was like, oh, LA Knight may, might be able to take it here. Um and then, and AJ then he gets eliminated. And I was like, all right, it's just Drew. Yeah. Uh so Bobby tries to put in uh, I think Logan Paul into a Somebody into a hurt locker, he eats a claymore, gets eliminated by Drew. LA Knight then takes control until AJ Styles arrives. And then beats the shit out of LA Knight with a chair. He's then, coming for uh he's coming for Drew McIntyre's biggest hater award. That's fair. Uh-huh. No, it no, right now it's um for WWE's hater of the year 2024 award, it's a three-way race between uh <laughs> Drew McIntyre, Carmelo Hayes, and AJ Styles. Fair enough. Yep. If you watch any NXT, you'll understand why I threw Carmelo Hayes in there when it comes yep, to yep, yep. Williams. I, w- I will say that uh, because of what happens in this match with AJ Styles uh, in the chair, I can't wait for the WrestleMania match of the winner gets to keep the two initials in the six-letter last name. <laughs> so, yeah. LA Knight, AJ Styles. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, they're not, then, ta- they're not taking last names. They're not just giving them initials. <laughs> uh, So... We get to that, and then it is uh, KO gets eliminated by Randy from a very surprising RKO. So yeah, it was uh, Randy Drew, Logan. Yeah, Randy Drew and Logan as like the final it's the final yeah, three. The final three, which is very interesting, and I started fearing. I was like, oh god, they're going to give it to Logan Ball. Like, that was my thought. I was like, no, it makes more sense for Drew McIntyre. Uh, at this point, when I hope they pull the trigger on him as well at WrestleMania, I'd hate to see him build all this up and then just lose to Rollins. Just like, well, Drew, you know, <laughs> you're never going to be their guy, apparently. So, who has been their guy? Drew was their guy during the pandemic. And just give yeah. it to him again while there's a crowd. Like, just give him a crowd. Oh, I think they will. And then they're probably going to have Priest cash in on him. Probably trying to resume, and then, and then all of twenty twenty four, the rest of twenty twenty four will be Drew and Priest until next WrestleMania. So. Yeah, I'd be in for that. Yeah, I mean they're both. I mean they're both great performers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some stuff happening uh, with Randy and Drew, and then suddenly just Logan Paul off the top of the pod, which was another good work of the camera. Not really catching that until it happened. Mm-hmm. Uh. Paul gets eliminated by Randy, and then it comes into uh, Drew and Randy until the refs don't close the door fast enough again, and Logan Paul shows up and punches Randy in the face with the brass knuckles. And boom, we got Drew winning this elimination chamber. And just that finish alone, just like the energy of that finish, makes me feel like this probably would have been a better main event. But again, I understand the personal reasons to why they did not 
Oh, uh, oh, nobody was going to main event. Nobody than was main eventing besides. Nobody was main eventing this except Rhea. Rhea Ripley. But, this was her. This was her, her first of two WrestleManias. This was her yep. personal WrestleMania. She, she has a. She has WrestleMania two in like four weeks. Yeah. yeah. And what the thing that gets me about this Rhea Nia match we get into, unless you guys have anything else you want to say about this elimination chamber. I thought I thought the men's chamber. I, I thought both chamber matches were were well well constructed they were like, as far as like well paced well well paced well written well constructed you know everybody was kind of on point for these so very good uh matches good I matches both, i both. don't necessarily agree with who won but good matches no yeah you know like i said these were very predictable but at the same time they were very entertaining now elimination mm-hmm. chamber matches you know um this was just you know this was just the pay-per-view to fill in the blanks and i get it um Still, you know, I am appreciate the fact that they put on the effort, though. Yeah. Uh, then we get to this main event of Rhea Ripley versus Dia Jax, and Rhea is the hometown heroine here. Like, this crowd just completely loves Rhea Ripley. And I'm happy that they were able to do this in their, you know, home continent. <laughs> and it's just great to see. Uh, she's definitely the babyface going into this. And we get to a point of, I think, contention that we had in the Discord where you guys were talking about Nia Jack's improvements and all that. Uh, even with those improvements, I still just don't care about her as a wrestler in this company. She wrestles better, yeah, but I just don't care about Nia Jax. No, no, but I will give her her, I mean, I will give her her respect when she, when she, um, when she needs it. Um, this was her best match of her career yes. by far. You know, it was. And you can tell that Nia Jax has been putting in some work while she was away from the company. Because she came back, you know, the mistakes are less. She's more fluid in the ring than she was before. I think she finally gets it, so I'm not going to give her any flack at all. I'm going to give her her flowers. You know, people can disagree with me on that subject all they want. I don't care. Uh, I'm enjoying her right now. She's been probably on a fantastic run. And I'm going to give her the respect for that. You know? Yeah, uh, from the Royal Rumble, you know, they've built her up to be like, you know, she's the powerhouse of the division again, at least until Jade yeah. Cargill arrived. But like there were moments in that match, too, where like even Piper Nevin was giving her like trouble in terms of like an equal. So when this match went on for most of the start of it of Rhea looking like she was so weak against Nia. I'm like, this is not helping Rhea at all. <laughs> like, we've been shown like Rhea's like this dominant female wrestler, and like most of this match, like Rhea is just looking weak to Naya. And I just didn't, it was just one of those things where I was like, ah, oh, this match feels off for some reason. No, it's just them building the monster in Naya. That's all it is. You know, they built her up for months to be this monster powerhouse, and that's exactly what they were showcasing. Rhea kind of got relegated to playing the babyface role here when she's been the dominant heel for most of her title run, and I get it. It was just a one-time thing, so I yeah. don't think there's too much to be concerned about. Well, but, there was a you know. cool, there was a, a nice display of power where Rhea was able to fireman carry Nia Jax and then like drop her onto like a turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. So like, still shows like Rhea is still physically strong. <laughs> like she is a very scary woman. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say any of the things I said to her face because she would crush me. So, well, you know. But this, I guess, just like for what this match was, it didn't really, I guess, do a lot as a main event for me. It was this was a very traditional like heel versus babyface match of the heel having most of the offensive and then the babyface coming back and getting what ten minutes, I think, for this one. It didn't feel overly long. I think it might have been 10 or 15 minutes. Unless I'm completely no. wrong about the time on this. No, it, it wasn't wrong at all. You this know, uh, it wasn't long was at all. Yeah, it was long. 15-ish. Like, 15 ish. Uh, it, it, it was as long as it needed to be. Yeah, it wasn't yes. long at all. Uh, and then I, I had made a note here Nia's finisher is literally just sitting on her opponents. That's what he did. They called it the Annihilator, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Somebody get a fucking re- renamer for us a few of these moves, please. <laughs> uh, 
she hits a sweet riptide, does her signature pin, which visually looks hilarious with Naya compared to like all the other women she's pinned in that fashion. Yeah. And yeah, the crowd fucking loves it. Big yeah, celebration. The, it was internationally it's interesting because like you have to you you want the crowd to go home happy so they'll, yes. they'll talk about it when they get home. So strategically, this was a great idea to put Rhea at the end, have her main event, um, and she she you know speaking getting outside of the the Australian hem uh, the yeah. you know mindset, it was still a solid match. It was a good match. Do you feel like ten yeah, minutes at all? Do you feel like ten minutes of the Grayson Waller effect could have given this match more time? To like be something. Do 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 you think you would have wanted ten more minutes of that? Is my counter argument. No, because I don't think they. I don't think they could as a duo come up with anything more interesting. I think I, I don't, while Naya is strong, I think she's very limited on what she can do. I guess from for size wise, you know, she's not going to be able to do a lot of big spots or anything like that, or you know, go outside the ring like you know, spot fashion, anything like that. So I think with the partner she's had, I think this was it. If it were me, I would have, I would have actually had the Grayson Waller experience on the pre-show and had the Kabuki Warriors match on the main. This could have been a Kabuki Warrior thing or, you know, like something. Why are we spending 20 minutes on a talk show? At least like Cody and the Rock fight during it. (laughs) Like... Yeah, because I feel like you that can't was have a Cody and the Rock fight during The Rock's in a gas in like five seconds. <laughs> He's yeah, going like, to. I have no idea how they're <laughs> going to get a match out of this man in 2024. I have no idea either, but it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to watch. I'll tell it's going to be a fucking disaster, and I'll be it's I'll be right be there watching. Train wreck. So. Because I know Rock ain't known for cardio, man. <laughs> these days, so uh, so I pointed out it's, it's like a train wreck, but it's going to be a fun one. So I pointed out it's like all the, a lot of the recent rock movies and like all the positions of power he tried to get in and like Hollywood haven't gone through. So now he's taking it personally and coming back to this company <laughs> like in charge. Like, yeah, he's like, I couldn't have uh, Black Adam fight Superman. And I couldn't get control of the DCEU. So now I'm taking control of WWE. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, like for four matches. Because even the Royal Rumble has more matches than this card. I think it was the men's, the women's, and then we had like, what, three or four? Like something like that. Something like other matches on the card. Just feel like I mean, I guess you need the Grayson Waller effect. He's Australian, too, right? Like, I guess that's why they probably gave him. And that's probably the only reason why they did that. He's Australian, too, and he's one of the big stars they're trying to feature on that show. So, yeah, yeah, we got 20 minutes of that, which kind of led to nothing, but yeah, it's just okay. Yeah. Well, we're teasing the Cody and Rock, and it's like, no, yeah, you're teasing it. Yeah, you're I don't know when the hell they're gonna do that it's like, between now and WrestleMania. So I, I'm guessing that's a match for another pay per view. Like I said, he's, uh, the Rock is scheduled to be on, I think, every SmackDown from here until Mania. So yeah. I think any one of those. Do you think it's because being a part of the TKO board now? Do you think Rock's like, my presence will bring viewers. We need to keep the viewership up. And I'm I, like, I think kind of right. He's I, right. I think he's doing that specifically to um, specifically they want because they want to keep the contract with uh, who are they, Fox. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think they want to have a ratings boost before Mania. Oh, God. Well, the the well, next no, arc. Well, the thing is, SmackDown's going to USA next year. So, oh. um. Oh, well, and Raw's going, going to Netflix. Right, and fucking this and week, I'm... Netflix announces they're raising prices again. So good job, WWE. <laughs> People are going to start canceling subscriptions at this point. Mm. Man, I can't believe Brawl. I can't believe Raw can't break a million. <laughs> you know, one of these days we need to talk about how streaming services are getting out of hand. Oh, absolutely. It's becoming cable again, but worse. It's becoming oh, cable. Hey, that's a good, that's a good podcast topic we can talk about. It, yeah. It's far worse than cable right now. I just, I don't understand the logic of your flagship show being taken off of TV for a paid service. At that point, just put it on Peacock? Well, they got $5 like, million dollars for it, that's why. But at the same time, yeah, you have like a whole you're paying, network. You're, you're paying on. for Peacock. They're getting your pay-per-views. 
why not just put the show on the oh, established yeah. service? Because five billion dollars, Sharky, five billion dollars. That's why yeah, I mean, I won't do a lot with five billion dollars. It'd be a lot of burgers. So, yeah. so, so USA Network and NBC, uh, who you know, Peacock is is the same comp is owned by the same company, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, USA most, com- by most companies are owned by the same company. Right. No, I get that. Like, <laughs> like NBC owns USA Network. Yeah. Who own, they own? Obviously, they own Peacock. So. It's just it's just moving everyone everything to one to one uh company overall. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, let's put it on Netflix. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I guess that fucking makes sense, I guess. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I don't think that you could get people to watch wrestling on USA Network Monday and Friday. You know. Uh yeah, so we're gonna just... drop twenty bucks to watch Raw now. Yep. <laughs> that's 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 insane. Four episodes of Raw for twenty bucks a month. Twenty dollars a month, we can watch it. Cool, <laughs> great Christ. deal for five dollars. I'd rather just. You've been watching this shit for thirty-one, no, thirty-something years for free now. Thirty-one years. That's the thing <laughs> that gets me. I'm like, watch Raw. I'm like, God, you guys are doing a real ballsy change for how long that this show's been on free TV. Yeah, yeah. it's been on since January of nineteen ninety-three. We've been watching it for free for all. Well, with, with, with cable we've been watching it almost for 30 years now 31 years i can imagine what it would have been like in fucking trips's office when he heard that news you just have like the head in the hands like the glass of bourbon like next to him just oh jesus christ <laughs> it's like <laughs> if it ain't one damn thing it's another <laughs> yeah at this point WWE is treating their show like the Marvel properties where you have the Marvel Studios and then you have like the Fox division and then you have the Sony, the Sony division. division. And you're like, can you guys just get it all in one fucking place, please? <laughs> like, please. No, they want you to spend money in all of those services. Yeah. And we're leaning towards the Sony division at this point, <laughs> and I'm not liking it at all. Yeah, I really don't. Um, but yeah, a passable pay-per-view. The, I, the lows weren't I, I like didn't, overly I didn't like low. The, I didn't like the card coming into it, but I think they made it work. Yeah. The, uh, well, the, I, liked, I liked the chamber matches. I didn't the, like the namesake. That. The namesake matches were good. Yes. Yeah. I uh, didn't like that. I, I, and I still don't like that. They're, they're the last few years. They've been using the elimination chamber to be the number, the other number one contender for WrestleMania. I don't like yeah. that. Cause that makes the, that makes the chamber matches that devalues them. Yeah. I mean, they, in my opinion, they've devalued, they've devalued their world titles. They've made a consolation prize title because the other one's hostage by a guy who's here once a week. <laughs> if, if we're lucky, oh. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh shit, we've booked ourselves into a corner with both of our titles. Uh, make a new one. <laughs> just guys, just get them separated or just get rid of the double up titles. Just do your entire roster across your brands. Just make it make sense at this point. Just stop. Look over everything. Just make it make sense. You know, just. Oh, at least Sean Spears is going to add to it. <laughs> like he's here. Also, have you guys seen the videos of a uh, dragon off training? No, and, like the weightlift. Okay, this, this, man is, this man is fucking crazy. Like I, oh, yeah. don't, I don't think anybody's told him wrestling isn't real. Um, <laughs> like he was doing, yeah. like the, he had like a forty, like the large, like forty pound weight, like on his back doing one handed push ups, and I'm like, this man is going to kill Dijak. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, this man is killing Dijak when he gets into the ring with him. Yeah, Dragon off is it, slightly insane. Oh, he absolutely! Really I cannot wait to see I, him I versus Gunther again. Slightly crazy at all. So yeah. Uh, also, uh, we got right into the show without mentioning it. Uh, as we record this today, we have gotten the unfortunate news news that uh, okay, I need to remember his name before I insult him. I believe it's Mike Jones, Virgil, Virgil, uh, who was on a pay per view that we covered for a viewer request a while back. Uh, the moment he turned on Ted DiBiase to a huge crowd pop. Uh, Unfortunately, has passed away today, I believe, at the age of 61. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also believe I saw a post that also today, uh, Ole Anderson uh, has also passed away. 
So sad day for the wrestling community. Um, it is Wednesday. I expect to probably see a tribute of some kind on AEW tonight, even if he didn't wrestle for them. They do a usual job of the community as a whole, uh, remembering the people who leave us. So at least, uh, you know, we got to see that great moment of his during that Royal Rumble pay-per-view that we watched. So yeah. uh, fortunately, it is a. Uh, just one of those things, you know, you're seeing the people that you watched growing up just starting to leave. And you realize how old you're getting. But as always, you know, our thoughts are with the families of those affected. All that. Yeah. And sorry to end it kind of on a somber note, but we did just kind of get into talking about the, uh, the pay-per-view today. So. Uh, you guys have anything you want to add? To this before we, I believe, have Revolution next week. Yeah, next, next Sunday. Week. Next, next Sunday, week. So we'll be able to talk about that. And then Ooh, we have WrestleMania right after that, or the month after. I think those are our next two events uh, that we have coming up. The two, yeah. Yeah, get your pen and paper ready. We got two nights of WrestleMania to cover. Uh, it's going to be so, so long. <laughs> It's gonna be a it's long be episode. Incredible. Yeah. Um episode. If you're watching on YouTube or on any of the audio uh mediums, find the YouTube video and in the comments, uh let me know if you guys would be interested in not a streamed like video feed of it, but a watch along of Revolution over on the Twitch channel. I can probably set that up to a uh, do that with viewers if they want to come by and hang out with with me on the show, with me on the Twitch a bit. So, see if we can get interest in that. I mean, it'll mostly just be me reacting to it as you all watch it elsewhere. But <laughs> I don't want my channel taken down by AW, so I'm not going to live stream it. <laughs> so, has a gun to your head. <laughs> blink twice. <laughs> blink twice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, March 3rd, so that is, that is fucking this weekend. That's four yeah, days from now. Sunday. So this Sunday. That's five days week. from now. This is yeah. the final week in the wrestling career of the legendary icon Sting. It is Sting's final match uh, before his official retirement. I'm glad he got to go out on his own terms mm -hmm. uh, this time. His career was kind of in limbo after his injury in WWE. But to see him have such like a full year or two here... It just it seems like he has just so much fun, like wrestling. Retired? No, forget. Uh, maybe I don't remember this right. He retired in an NWA, or was that, or was that just in WCW? I can't remember his first retirement, but then he did the whole TNA run. He did the TNA run. Uh, no, he didn't. He, he didn't. Release, he didn't let he them did. buy his contract, so he gotcha. just kind of left, and then TNA hired him. Uh, then he wrestled Rollins, got injured, uh, had to do a retirement because they wouldn't allow him to wrestle. He got checked out. They were like, you can wrestle. And he was like, okay, I'm going to jump off this balcony now. <laughs> so and did that every other pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. And they did that every pay-per-view, had a time of his life with Darby Allen as like his little sidekick. Uh, his little Robin. Crazy to think that like Darby's only half his age and not like younger. Darby's in his like 30s. It's still I'm like surprised people, Darby it's like, isn't in a wheelchair yet. It's like people think saying that Orange Cassidy is people being surprised that Orange Cassidy is like in his 40s. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah, really funny uh, when we talk about Darby Allen uh, and him like not being in a wheelchair because every interview ever he's like, "Oh yeah, fine." I'm like, "Did you I, turn your headphone mic buddy, on?" I think, or you're, I think you're, huh? Is your, are you going through your webcam right now, or is it your headphone mic? Because you're like, it's... yeah, you kind of like mute it now. You're radio, oh you're like radio voicey. Yeah. Let me find out for you. <laughs> Tech issues at the end. Tech <laughs> issues at the end. Gotta oh, love them, right? At least my face cam held. Yesterday on stream it froze, so I was like, I'm glad it's actually working now. Yeah. No, I'm on, I'm on here. Okay, there we go. It's slow. Oh, it wasn't okay. too far. I was kind of here okay. like a distance. Uh, I, I, I was saying that it's really funny that you see um, Darby Allen like squares up and down hey i'm fine like america i'm fine <laughs> but i'm like buddy i think you protest a little too much it's like 
Darby goes out there and is like, what can I survive today? <laughs> it's not what can I do, it's what can I survive? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's his last match uh, this Sunday. That's going to be fun. We'll have another episode recorded for you guys next week. Then we hold out until WrestleMania. So then the biggest we give you WrestleMania of all time. The extra long two-night... Two in one podcast session. Extra large WrestleMania. And that's so funny because it is just WrestleMania XL. <laughs> I even made that joke with my friend Josh. I was like, WrestleMania extra large. <laughs> but yeah, I got nothing else to add for Elimination Chamber. Yep. Passable yeah, show. I'm graded like a B plus. Yeah. So fine. B. Yeah, like a B, B plus. Uh, as always, guys, you have the audio forms of this show. You have the YouTube forms of the show. Follow us on Twitter because we're still not calling it X because that's stupid. Uh, even though we don't update the uh, without context much, if there is a big update, we'll usually post it there as well. Again, without context podcast, we'll get back to it eventually at some point. <laughs> we'll we'll figure something out. Uh, but you can, we can at least guarantee this show at least once once a month. So. Because that's what wrestling promises this year, us. This month, twice. Well, I guess this is February, so never so mind. It, it will come out. Once a month. It will technically come out March first. So technically, us two and two, so, in, yeah, March. two in one. So, two in March. Let's go. I had to. I forgot that February has twenty nine days because it's a leap year. So, yep. uh, but yeah. So as always, you guys can follow that. Follow the whatever audio you listen to, Spotify, anything like that. Follow the YouTube channel, and we will see you guys around for the next episode. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.